Father, we decree and we declare this morning. We are not the tail, but we are the head. We are not beneath, but we are above, oh God. We are tired of eating with the chickens. We will not settle for anything less. For you have given us dominion over everything that creeps upon the earth, oh God. Lord, we take position on the dominion. Lord, we take position on the authority. For victory belongs to you this morning, oh God. Victory belongs to you for somebody this morning, oh God. We decree. We are not settling for this, oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray that, oh God, release more this morning. May the heavens open. That which you have prepared for us this morning, may it be released upon us. We are expectant. We are ready. Have your way, Jesus. We pray for more. Jesus name and if you're expecting for more from God I want you to lift up your hands and stretch them to the heavens just lift your hands above your head continue ministering Jay say father say father I'm expectant for more I don't hear you say father I'm tired of the ordinary I'm expecting for more. Say, Father, when you give more to my neighbor, I need my more. Say, Father, I'm here for my more. I pray for my more. I need more. I need more. I need more. I need more. May God release more upon you this morning. That which your heart desires, may God release upon you this morning. May God release upon you this morning. Every sickness, every pain. May it lift you right now in the name of Jesus. May God release more upon you in the name of the Lord. We're here for more, God. Here for more, Father. We pray for more, Jesus. We pray for more, my God. We pray for more, Jesus. Lord, we need more. more. We pray for Yeah. 
come and say, feel me. Just allow God to put order in the midst of your disorder. And he's doing it right now for you in the name of Jesus. I said he's doing it right now for you in the name of Jesus. Some of you. Some of you, God is restoring order in the midst of your tears. He must wet the ground with your tears to put things back in order. To encourage you, the Lord said, I must tell you, I'm restoring order in your life. There's gonna be order in your finances, there's gonna be order in your studies, order in your business, order in your relationship. There's gonna be order when God restores order. Hallelujah! Genesis 1 1 the Bible says, For the, the, the earth was without form, it was shapeless, darkness was hovering over there. And the spirit of the Lord was also there in the midst of the darkness. Oh, but when God stepped in in the midst of disorder, he said, let there be light. God said, I did not negotiate with nature. I spoke order. And order existed. God is about to speak order upon your life. 
God is God is about to speak lightness upon your life. Light is about to shine upon your life. Light is about to shine upon your life. He will not negotiate with you. He will just speak it and it shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Shake your neighbor as a neighbor. He will just speak it and it will come to pass. How it will come to pass? When it will come to pass? It's none of your business. You are just the ground. You are just the clay. And he is the porter. Oh, how many of you believe that we are just clay in the porter's hands? How many of you believe that we are just clay in the porter's hands? Hallelujah. Not your neighbor this morning and say, neighbor, be patient with me. I'm just clay in the hands of the porter. When you're patient with clay, sometimes clay messes up. I preach another message right in the church. Don't throw me away. Sometimes be careful of throwing away clay that is still usable by the porter. Because it has messed up. No, it's, it's, it's part of his journey to mess up. Because he can put it back together again. The song we used to sing back in the day, some of you who don't know, it says, In case you have fallen by the wayside of love, dreams and visions shattered, you are broken inside. You don't have to stay in that shape that you read. The porter wants to put you back together again. Oh, together again hallelujah this morning I'm in very strict times so I've already used part of my time so I don't want to disturb the programs team hallelujah because I can see them they're giving me another eye you're wasting time we want to go uh, but we will see it in the boardroom because I Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Right. We are still speaking about make room for direction. Make room for direction. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Someone say make room for direction. Right. Now, we have already um, spoken a lot of things about making room for direction. How you make room for direction. How you seek direction from God. We've exhausted the issue of the navigator and the components in the navigator the different components in the navigator the god aspect the human aspect the visual aspect the hearing aspect a lot of things that we've spoken about amen how many of you have been blessed by this series hallelujah 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 um, um, so um, um, I just believe that God wants to um, dispatch much out of the scripture and allow me just to dwell on it for some time it is not that I am not prepared I've got a lot of messages to preach to you um, that I've, God keeps on pouring in my heart but I've told myself until God says I must move I will not move because this is not my church blessed be God amen 
This is God's church. Shake your neighbor as a neighbor. This is God's church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. Now, um, 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 since last year, I've been um, feeding my, um, my, my library with a lot of books. So I'm reading a lot to equip myself um, as a leader so that I don't preach out of context. Uh, I preach something that is also uh, 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 holds some water. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why many a times I try to ask God, Lord, help me to teach the word uh, more than preach the word. Amen. Because sometimes in preaching the word, people just jump and they don't hear anything. Hallelujah. But when you teach, people are attentive and they grab something out of it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. But sometimes I can't help it. The preacher in me uh, just rises up and we have to do what we have to do. Amen. So in my library, I've got this book um, that I'm reading uh, by Dr. Yongi Cho who holds one of the largest, largest churches in the world. It's called My Church, My Church Growth Stories. He, he speaks about a lot of things in his journey uh, of Christianity and also his journey of building the church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I will use this book as, as, as my um, example. I've read it a lot. So some of the pages um, um, are getting turned off. Some of the things I'm implementing in the church, I'm learning from this book. Hallelujah. And a lot more um, 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 that is coming. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I need to use somebody um, um, as an example. Uh, come, Shakush. Shkongelo, come. I call her Shakush. Let's appreciate her as she comes. Hallelujah. This is your book. Hallelujah. So now, um, when I have given her the book, amen, um, she can look at the book uh, and uh, the book has got a cover that is very enticing. Uh, but many a times, the cover has nothing to do with the content. The cover is just a glimpse of the content. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please tell me, what do you see on your book? Um, there's a man. Does this mean that the book is about a man? No. What else do you see? Um, these words on it. You can even turn to the back. There's a barcode at the back. Yes, there's a barcode. There's um, more words. Paragraphs. Um, yes. Is that all you see? Okay. Good. That's okay. Keep it there. Now, so she has just described the book that she holds. Amen. And because of her description, her description can determine the value of the book or devalue the book. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, so some of you would say, but why would I buy a barcode? Why would I buy letters? Why would I buy a picture of a man? Because of how she has just described it. But I want to submit to you that her description does not necessarily mean the content. Because what she's speaking out of, she is speaking out of face value, not out of indulging of the book. Hallelujah. 
and, and, and there are many of you that uh, um, people are beginning to speak over your life because of what they see on the outside but they have no preview or they have no sneak preview of what God has deposited on the inside of you and, 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 and now where you are in life right now you are beginning to suppress what is inside because of what has been spoken over you over the outside but I'm here to submit to you that your outside has nothing to do with your inside. Your outside is just a tip of an iceberg of what God has deposited in you on the inside. Actually, can I talk to you? What she has just hold right now is called a cover. What you see, the nose, the eyes, the hair, is just a cover. It has nothing to do with her inside. Shake your neighbor and say neighbor. What you see is just a cover. It has nothing to do with the inside. Now, now, there are many a times that many of us, we take, because of what we see in the cover, we reject the purpose. We reject the will of God. We reject the direction of God. Merely because of what we see on the cover. Can I talk to you church this morning? It is just a cover. There is more that God has in store for you. Only if you could take time to read your story. Can I submit to you this morning? That your life is a book that is already written just for you to read it. Your life, it is, a, it is a play that God is the director. He's already written the script. What you are doing right now, you are walking in the script of what God has written. Therefore, it is you as the actor in the play that gets surprised of what happens. But the director, the script writer that wrote the script, is not surprised about what happens in your life. I know you have already looked at the cover and have already told yourself I'm not going to study the book. You have already looked at the cover and have told yourself I'm not going to be part of this. You have already looked at the cover and told yourself I'm not going to open the book. I am here to submit to you. You are 29 years of age. You have never read the book but in the year 2020 the Lord has sent me to remind you I did not author your story for publicity on social media. I offered your story for you to learn out of it and mature and grow out of it. I did not offer your story for sickness. I did not offer your life for disappointments. I did not offer your life for you to be divorced. I did not offer your life for you to be retrenched. Oh, it is part of the story, but part of the story does not mean the completion of oh, am I preaching to somebody the fact that chapter number 21 of your book talks about the brook of Cherith, it is just a chapter, please do not make the mistake of taking the chapter of the book and therefore interpret the completion of the book, oh because Solomon says, oh finishing is better than starting, I'm in chapter 21, I don't understand what is happening in my life I, as I 
continue reading, I am depressed. As I continue reading, I am in sickness. As I continue reading, I don't have money. My brother, my sister, it is not a completion of the book. It is just parts of the book. Shake your name as a neighbor. It's just part of the book. Now, those that are writers, don't worry, I'm going to use you just now. Those that are writers, look, all of you are quiet. I am the one giving instructions because I am the director of this play. Many of you are asking yourself, what is he telling her? I, I came this thing, I've already thought about it. I've already prepared it. All I needed was just somebody to be available to be used. The plans that God has for you, he has already thought about it. He has already finished about it. The question is, are you available to receive the instructions? Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. That's why, listen, that's why. When I gave her the instructions, I was not speaking over the microphone because it's none of your business. I need to say that again. Add the salt on that wound. I did not speak into the microphone because we might go to church together, but it's none of your business. If I sit at the corner by myself, it's none of your business. Your business is to pray for me. Your business is not to make your business mine. Pastor, what? Pastor, what are you talking about? There are certain things that God... Stop putting the loudspeaker to everything. There are certain things that God... why every post that you post on social media, I am beautiful. Look at these things, whatever. Because you, out of you, you need quantification and affirmation from people because it is the loudest voice that does not believe itself. But let me tell you something. When God it's only for you. Not for the public. Those that are married here, there are certain things that God speaks to you and there is no negotiation with your partner. That's why when he speaks to Abraham about taking Isaac for killing, he did not have a meeting with Sarai because if God needed a couple meeting, he would have called both of them. There's a message that God gave me called, are you in or out? Ananias and Sapphira, in the book of Acts, they agree to give offering. But when offering comes, it is not a couple offering. When judgment is released, it's not a, ju it's not a couple judgment. It's an individual thing. Ananias appears before. And Peter asks, at the feet of the apostles, the offering was given. And Peter asks, is this all? He says, yes. And Peter says, why have you lied? Hello? Hello? He says, why have you lied? And you cheat God. Because of that, you are going to die. 
As soon as he said that, he dropped dead and he did what? He died. Husband died. Wife was coming. Hello? Hello? Because Elendava, it's individual. It's not public. Shake your neighbor as a neighbor. This thing is personal. Therefore, it is important that God must grow you from God being our God to being my God. And how does he become your God? He becomes your God when you get, there is an intimate relationship. There are certain secrets that remain between me and God. Moses was called to lead the nation of Israel, but there were certain secrets that God will call Moses and say, come, let's talk. Why? Just because we are all Israelites does not mean that we are in the same level. And if we are not in the same level, we don't have the same access of information. Shake your neighbor as a neighbor. There must be levels in your life. There are certain people that their level of access in your life is at the foot level. Which means whether you are sick, whether you are in pain, when you operate with these people, you are always smiling. Because they are at the foot. Oh, talk to me church. They are at the foot. And they are those that when you have got an intimate relationship with. Let me tell you something. If you are liked by everybody, you are abnormal. If everybody praises you, you are abnormal. Even when I'm preaching right now, there are certain people that don't hear my messages. They don't receive. They say, no, he's out of context. They are not for me. Even Jesus, there were only those that were called for him. That's why there were the disciples of Jesus and the disciples of John. Because there were those that would understand the gospel of John. Hallelujah. So stop trying to win the whole world so that everybody must understand you. And by so saying, when you are getting everybody to want to understand you, you are then giving people that were supposed to put at your foot level, you are giving them access to your head level. And right now, that is why your purpose has been messed up. That is why your career has been messed up. That is why you, you are in confusion about your identity because people that were supposed to be at your foot level are messing up with your head level. Someone say head level. Someone say head level. I'll talk to him and say head level. That's why when Abraham went to the mountain to kill Isaac, the, the servants had to remain at the foot of the mountain. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. And there are people that I've said this many times, and women would understand. There are people that will come in your house, you don't feel the need of wearing the weave. Why? Because these are people that know me and accept me for who I am. I don't need to put on an accent when I talk to them. I can still speak. They know I can't pronounce the R's. I can't pronounce the L's. They still accept me for who I am. They don't laugh about it. They celebrate it. But the problem with you, you are trying to make yourself look like you are the only one with weaknesses. That is why you over-exaggerate your weaknesses and you even expose it to people that were not supposed to know. Child of God, smile when you are at the brook of Cherith. It is not the end of the story. It is just part of the book. Why are you dwelling at chapter 2 when there are still more other 30 chapters to be read? 
and you have defined, you have ended and completed your life. When now you are Alpha and Omega, you are saying it's over with me, and God says, I'm just beginning. I cannot begin with you until you cry out to me. But you will never cry out when you are comfort. You will never cry out until I set you up for pain. That's why he said to Martha and Mary, this sickness is not unto death. It's so that the Son of God can be glorified. How will God be glorified if he does not set you up to be in the tomb? Can I submit to you something else? There is no resurrection without death. Whatever needs to be resurrected must die first. Whatever needs to be resuscitated must first lose oxygen. Whatever needs to be loved must be lonely first. That is why they've treated you the way they've treated you. So that they set you up into a place of loneliness. So that when love approaches, you can honor it for who it is. That was that they've broken your heart. No, they were not breaking your heart. They were just dismantling what they made so that God can form what he wants to make. And the problem with you is that God will never make you over again when you are, until you are ready to say, Lord, I'm here, make me. But while you are still creating a pity party over your broken heart, you are not the first one. Hallelujah. 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 Shake your neighbor as a neighbor. You are not the first one. The issue is not the broken heart. The issue is the action that you do after the heart is broken. The issue is not about getting funding for school. Uh -uh. It's when you have been told that there is no funding. What do you do? And you are here, you have just been told there is no funding and you have already told yourself, I'm not studying this year. Why? You are a spoiled Christian. You always expect everything at a silver platter. No, not the year 2020. God must take you to the brook first. Oh, can I talk to somebody this morning? God said, I must tell you, if I don't take you to the brook, your story is not interesting. I was at a party yesterday, family party. Sister of mine was doing a 50th birthday party for her husband. And they asked me to program direct. And, and somehow I've just realized that, okay, I'm a good MC, but this pastor thing does not leave me. this guy he's an advocate now but he studied law and spent nine years without a job and he went and be a, and he was a prison warder with an LLB degree but today, today we call him advocate and I asked him how did this happen he says grace I'm like what are you talking about and the Lord said to me it's because you will never know the importance of grace until you are dropped Life must drop you first. When it has dropped you hard, then you can say, Lord, thank you for grace. Your prayer, you don't pray emotional prayers anymore. You pray prayers that are sober and you understand them because you know what you're talking about. 
You see, church is filled with people that pray emotional prayers. You just heard a word in the Bible called sufficient grace. You decide to use it in your prayer. You don't even understand it because you have never been there. Stop ruling out people that have failed. Some of the best teachers in the world is people that have failed because they've been there, done it, got the t-shirt, and when they talk it, they don't talk only theory, but they also talk experience. I was telling the man on Tuesday that if I used to come to church here and, and today I'm in a Porsche, tomorrow, next Sunday I'm in a Lamborghini, the other Sunday I'm in a Viano, the other Sunday, no, 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 I'm changing cars like nobody's been. The moment I come stand here, let me tell you something, I don't need anointing. If I stand here and say five principles of creating wealth, you will not listen to the message. You have seen the cars being changed. You know where I stay. I stay in center. You are no longer listening only to word. You are also listening to experience. The world is not ready to listen to you if you have never been there. Because whatsoever you are speaking is not quantified. Some of you, some of you are going to write books. Not prosperity books. They call them, you are going to write autobiographies about your life because your life is worth to be read about. No, your life will never be read about if you took a taxi from Guiani and it dropped you in Johannesburg. Nothing interesting. Hey, but if you came across an accident, after an accident, you had a breakdown. After a breakdown, they stole the wheels out. Hey, this is the story that people want to hear. Are you hearing me? Shake your neighbor's neighbor. I'm writing story. So your mistake is to stand here and listen to me and you are busy. I'm running. I'm writing my own story. I'm reading my own story. Your story is there. You are busy watching others while they read their story when no one is reading your story. That's why you've got too many comments about other people's stories because no one is worth. Yours is not even worth reading. The book of Job chapter 1 shows you. It speaks about Job's wealth. How, he, how rich he was. But that was not the main part of the story. What made Job to be recorded in the Bible is that the devil asked for him. Took away everything. When the Bible speaks about everything going, then we say, hey, this story is interesting. I can preach out of this. The issue about Hannah is about it's not about getting married in a polygamy family. It's about getting married in a setup. The issue about Jesus is not about coming to earth. His story is interesting. How can you come knowing that you are going to die and still not run away? That's why Paul, when he was being taken to Jerusalem, he says, I'm not only ready to go to I know there are chains that are waiting for me in Jerusalem, but I know I am bound by the Holy Spirit that neither chains or anything will never stop me. Why? Because I've come to understand that chains are part of my purpose. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Am I talking to somebody this morning? Am I talking to somebody this morning? So what are you doing? You're busy crying, but you're not reading your story. You know, you would cry less if you had read your story because when things happen, they're not a surprise to you because you understand it's part of the story. 
let me submit to you this afternoon that the devil does not attack somewhere where he's not, he's, he does not fear. The fact that America goes to Afghanistan, goes to Iran, is not only for oil. No, they are going there because they fear the guys too. Those guys can wear a bomb and enter into New York City Times Square and blow themselves there because they are ready to die for their purpose. No, the bomb will not be uh, uh, initiated or, or by, by a remote. No, you have the initiator with you. He pulls it and he says, Allah! And he go, he's gone. Are you hearing me? And you will criticize the Muslims. They understand their purpose. Even if it's wrong or right, but they understand it. While you're busy talking about them, do you understand your purpose? Are you even ready to die for it? Ask your neighbor, as a neighbor. You look cute, but are you ready to die for your purpose? Read. You see, what needs to happen now? Stop being famous. Get to read. your purpose God what are you saying about me why was I born why is this happening why is this happening like this there must be a purpose and a story around it no God I am not asking to be removed out of it before I understand why it happened can I talk to you church I love your silence there is nothing that happens under the sun which surprises God Therefore, before you pray for God to remove you, pray for God to bring you understanding why it happened. Because every episode, every chapter of your book, there is a reason why the writer wrote it. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. And one of the things for chapters and, 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 and episodes is to build up the story. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the story is built out of events. That's why whether you watch the river, you watch the queen, they will always leave you at, at the climax so that tomorrow you must come back and watch. Why? They are building up a story. Oh, you're not hearing me this morning. Let me talk to you. God is building up a story in your life. That's why every day he must leave you at a climax. And the climax does not climax to you, but it climaxes to heaven. Pastor, what do you mean? The climax that God leaves you in, where now you don't understand it because his climax is your hunger stomach. God, but how can you leave me hungry? God, how can you leave me barren? How can you leave me jobless? How can you leave me and I don't have a message to preach? No, he's leaving you at the climax so that he sees how you operate when you're at the climax. Okay, let me show you. You see, she's still ready. Now watch this. When you are at your climax, when you call people who are never there in the formation of the climax, when they come into your life, they come with their own ideas, not the purpose idea. Hello? 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 And when they come, they say, what you should have been doing? 
do this leave the church go to the church because he is there and when you get there serve in the worship team and do one two three four whatever they are telling you is in accordance with their standard of where they can reach but your purpose is bigger than their standard there, there are certain things about your purpose that they don't have access to so which means they will only speak in accordance with what they know are you talking to me are you hearing me church are you hearing me church they will talk in accordance with what they know but it is not the climax you need what God wants you to do is then to say God you brought me to this climax why did you bring me what must I learn what must I do how when do I go I will only go when you say I must go Elikan was still sleeping with Hannah but nothing was happening it was going to be Hannah's fault to start blaming Elikan and say you don't give birth yet the womb of Hannah has been set up as a climax by God but because Hannah is a woman of God who goes to worship in Shiloh but does not read her purpose does not consult the source she would miss align her prayers shake your neighbor as a neighbor how aligned are your prayers now there's a difference between studying and scanning hello you will not pass if you scan through your books how many of you know that studying takes time that's why Isaiah 40 says they that do what oh come on you don't read your bible they that do what they wait upon while you are waiting you are studying while you are waiting you are praying because you are not praying because things have happened even if they had not yet happened that's why the, the, the prayer that Daniel prayed he kept on praying even when the angel came and says from the first day you set your heart to understand the answer was released but the answer was blocked by the pillars of Persia right in the spiritual realm but what sent the other the other angel the angel of war to come and release the, the messenger angel it was because Daniel did not stop praying you don't pray once and leave it like that because prayer is not a one minute orgasm prayer is not supposed to be idolized they talk about push, pray until so until it happens there is no reason for you to stop praying until it happens there is no reason for you to stop studying you are getting educated but you are not getting edified that's why you hold bachelor degree in this bachelor masters in this you still don't have a job because what God is looking for you is not only for you to be educated but he needs you to be edified when you are edified you mature in your faith it is not only about growing physically it's also growing spiritually somebody shout hallelujah somebody shout hallelujah somebody shout hallelujah now Elijah when you arrive at the brook the purpose for the rain to stop coming was never about the brook the brook was just a chapter of your life it was not the end of your life watch the climax at the end of the chapter of the brook watch the climax the bible says the brook did what oh talk to me the brook did what the brook dried up that was the climax 
Your climax must be the Lord filled with water. It was free. He changed water into wine. Right there in the wedding of Cana, the climax was when the mother of Jesus says, whatever he tells you. But because he was not about to do it because the mother said it. No. He wanted to teach them a process of waiting. God will not do it because you prayed. No, you can cry tears. He will not do it. He's not an emotional God. He's a father. He's not emotional. He will let you cry. When you finish crying, he says, go back to the brook. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah, somebody. Now, he dries up the brook. It's upon Elijah to keep turning the pages. There is another direction on the next page. You can see it and build a house on the dried brook because you, 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 you now miss it and put the dryness of the ground as a ground to build. But God is drying the ground so that you must turn to the next page. Shake your neighbor, the neighbor, turn to the next page. And watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. If I stand with you here, we all see the same page. Therefore, no one has a revelation about your next page except the author of the book. No one can speak that you are going to die if they have never been to the next page. There's only one man in your life that has been to the next page. He's the author of your book. He's the author of your life. That's why he knows the plans that he has for you. He knows the times that he has for you. He knows what you are going to eat, what they are going to dress. Why? Because he authored the book. He will never take you to the next page if he did not write the next page. And some of you are stuck in page 21 because of what you saw in page 20, you are too scared to turn. Hallelujah. I break that spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. There mustn't be no fear anymore. Okay, fine. You were, you, you were physically abused. But turn to the next page, girl. Life is not ending right there. There's the next page of your life. Turn the pages. Turn the pages. Keep on reading. But you will don't get stuck in one situation. I keep saying this like a broken record in such a way that when you get stuck, the situation was supposed to be temporary, but you have made it permanent by taking permanent decision in a temporary situation. And for you to keep on turning, you need wisdom. You need sensitivity to hear God. Now, watch the next page for the next few minutes and I close. Watch the next page. And it happened after a while that the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Verse number 8. Let's read verse number 8 together. Let's go one, two. Huh? Let's read it one more time. Which means the word of the Lord was waiting for the brook to dry up. Am I communicating this morning? The word of the Lord was hanging until the brook dried up. 
No, the same word that spoke to direct you to go to the brook of Cherith. When it spoke, it was already in waiting at the brook to see that when the process, when chapter brook of Cherith is done, he must speak another chapter. And there's another chapter called the Zerapath chapter. Watch, let's go through the Zerapath chapter. All right, let's go one, two. Ah, be wait, be wait. Guys, you're not hearing the Bible, Joe. You're not hearing the Bible. Arise! Go to Sidon. Go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon. And do what? And he said, see. Somebody say, see. Somebody say, see. Where are you seeing? Next page, bro. I don't care what Molly says to you. Turn to the next page, bro. He says, see. But you will never see if you don't turn. Hello, something? Hello, somebody? Oh, God, 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 God. God said to me, you will still see, but what you are seeing is the wrong information for where you are right now. He says, arise. Go to... Which belongs to Sidon. And watch this. He says, see. What do you see? Let's read. He says, I. I ah, you're not reading. Let's read. I the word commanded is in present. It's in what? Which one? Somebody must give God a shout of praise right there. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this, church. Watch this. If God says, I. If God was saying, I am commanding. Which means while you are reading, I'm writing. But God is not saying I'm commanding. Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I already knew you. He says, I have. Oh, talk to me. Say, I have. Why? Because even while you were still at the brook, I was already releasing command for your next level. I was already releasing command for your next glory. I was already releasing command for your next dimension. He says, I have commanded. Hello? A widow. Hello? You see, you see. You call the people that you know. But God commands people that you don't know for you. Why does God command? Why does God command? Why did God command the widow? Can I give you the secret? Because the widow has no relationship with you, but has a relationship with God. You can never command that which you have no relationship with. Come on, come here. He does not think twice. Because when I'm speaking, I'm speaking out of relationship, not just out of the loudness of the voice. Ali, come here. You see, she drags her feet. She's still thinking. Who do you think you are? In the midst of the whole church. To call me. No, I might be in your church, but I'm not, I'm not here for any of those things. I'm just using her as an example. I'm not saying so. 
Hello? Pumu, come here. It does not matter whether you are eating, whether you have worn your shoes. No, it's not time to put on your shoes. Go and ask Elisha. When Elijah showed up in the field and, and, and he threw the mantle, Elisha says, I, I still need to go be fair to my parents. And, uh, Elijah was not stopping. He was moving. God is not about to wait for you to feed your feelings while purpose is running away. No, let me put my house in order. I will go full time in ministry. Let me do my finances. You don't trust me. You trust your money more. That's why when God speaks to Elijah, he does not ask him. He says, go to Zarephath. I have commanded. God does not deal with requests. He deals with commands. You see, the people around you fear you too much that they ask you all the time. God is not about to ask you. God is going to command you. I say, God is going to command you. I say, God is going to command you. It is your choice. Do you take the instructions? Do you follow the command or you disobey the command? Whatever action you're going to do after the command has been released has got consequences. Don't think that you have not taken action has no, there's no consequences. No. The action that you did not take is part of action. Amen. He says, I have commanded a widow to do what? To provide for, for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So God speaks direction and says, go to Zerapath. But before you get to Zerapath, he's already speaking provision of Zerapath. Hallelujah, somebody. Now, let's close. And verse number 10. Verse number 10. Let's read together. So he did what? So he did what? Now, you must see, go and read this scripture again from verse number 1. I don't have time. From verse number 1 going down. The, the, the story here, this chapter here, it comprises of two things. It comprises of command and action. Your story comprises of too many commands, less of action. And less of action means less of blessing. Less of action means less of manifestation. Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? That's why today is Kingdom Sunday. We are going to raise 150,000. We are doing the action towards the manifestation. That's why the four men of leprosy say, why do we sit here until we? They are saying, dying, we are go going to die, but we refuse to die here. We must take action. Oh, I charge you in the name of Jesus. Take action against that action. Every action that is against you needs a counter action. When you do counter feeling, you catch feelings. You attach yourself to the counter, to the action that has been done against you. No. That's why the Bible says, when the enemy comes like a, the Spirit of the Lord will do what? The flood comes, the Spirit of the Lord counter. When the flood comes and you drown, when King Nebuchadnezzar rekindled the fire seven times, he was not only rekindling the fire. No, Jesus was waiting to counter. When he threw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fire, Jesus went to do what? To counter action. 
just say yes to everything. And don't just answer everything. But take action. And some of the action that is required, Sepan, is not physical action, it's spiritual action. Your spirit is too stagnant in such a way that the devil has been taking action after action against your life, but your spirit has been doing nada. When you are worshipping, you are all good, but spirit is not fighting. I thought the Bible says the kingdom of God does what? Suffereth violence. It is the violence that will do what? That will take it by force. When they take it by force, they are applying action. When you go to the gym, not these days. Here we just go. We are within. 2020 goes. Summer board. While you are taking selfies. Oh. You are playing games. I was, I was with Kongs. While we were hiking with the men. Katani was the one leading us. Ah, you know Katan. Let's go. Monyaka, let's run. Let's go. How we were going. Ah, uh, and uh, you, should, you, uh, you should have heard what Kongalani said. Kongalani said, Katani, huh? this is not what we agreed on. But he did not say it while we were starting. No, while we were starting, we were all fine. Let's go. But when it started to intensify, agreement was stopping now. The next one, I'm not coming. I'm working. Because these boys will never take us. Some of us are married men. Yesterday was Valentine's. We, we, are, not, we are not going there. And I could see this man. He was not speaking because he hates Katani. He was speaking because the journey was starting to intensify. And when the journey starts to intensify, I remember when we started, Una was taking pictures. Man with destiny, hiking, but the pages were turning. When we got to the top of the mountain, I remember I took, that was my last selfie I took. <sighs> Guys, I'm tired. Next time when Katani comes with the suggestion, I will say I'm emceeing somewhere, I'm waking, I'm not going. Because the needs were starting to, there was no longer time to be fake. When the journey intensifies, the real man must come out. That's why God is increasing the fire. Increasing the fire. Increasing, intensifying the journey. Because he wants the real you. He doesn't want to bless. He, oh God, my God, man. He doesn't want to release genuine blessing on a fake platform. Hand up. You think you know yourself until God puts you in the fire. When you are crying about certain people that have left you, they were not part of the fire. When they would not stand your fire, God intensified the fire so that He must they must repel. Do you know something when it repels? Do you know when it repels? It does not choose to go back, but the more it wants to go next to. The, the, the force of, of, of the object repels it and say, not here. That's why if you put water and oil in a matter of time, there must be separation because we are not of the same density. 
When are you oil? You want to operate with water, people? Your density, your heaviness, it's not the same. Not everybody must do business with you. They must be able to handle your density. Some of the people have said you are too, you, you are cheeky, you are stubborn. Ah, yeah. mm. They can't handle your density. They can't handle your heaviness. That's why you, you get into places and you take over. What made the brothers of Joseph to hate him was not because he was hateable. He was handsome. But density separates you. That's why when he arrived at Pharaoh's house, I mean at Potiphar's house, the, the wife of Potiphar had no choice. Ah, long final. Ah, one day is one day. Zom tall. No, long one. Touch. Dense it. Somebody say density. Oh, I've left five minutes. Somebody say density. Somebody say density. What? There was attraction there. Now watch this. Oh God. I'm gonna finish here. There was attraction because of the density. But the closer she got, then the density started repelling because you were too far that I could not recognize your, your spirit that's a word for you my dear they must come so close so that when it repels them it is not you repelling them you are, it's repelling what is junk out of your life now when she took him she took him by the jackets. Hello? The jacket remained. And he, he, she was saying, come. The jacket remained. Joseph was gone. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? It was not because of the quickness of the speed of Joseph. It was because what Joseph contained could not be mixed up with what Potiphar's wife contained. There won't be a good reaction here. The sons of Anak, you will find them there in, 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 in Canaan. They were giants. They were born out of sin because when, when, when angels came on earth, they started meeting with human beings. That's when God decided, when he told Noah, I must wipe away the, the earth. Because there's too much sin here. Because things that are not supposed to cohabit have become best friends. What are you cohabiting with? And you are, your identity is repelling, but your, your flesh is pulling. Your identity says, no, she doesn't belong here. Your flesh says, she must come. And the problem with this, with this, with this act that is happening now, it is that it is not seen by people because it happens on the inside. Because the repulsion is the money. The repulsion is being manifested outside, but it was not initiated outside. It was initiated on your inside. It is what you have on the inside that's telling she's a woman, but not for you. She's a worshiper, but not for you. 
you, you, it's repelling. Repel. Every time it repels, but your flesh says, And some of you right now, you are cohabiting with what you should have repelled. Let me rephrase it. You are cohabiting with what your spirit has repelled. Samuel, Samuel, when will you stop praying for Saul? I have already repelled him. According to the will, I have, he's still king, but rejected. Because repulsion has nothing to do with your position. He can still leave you in position, but he has repelled from you. Watch this. When Moses did disobeyed God about the water, feeding the Israelites the thirst, God still left him as a leader of Israel. But he was told, Canaan you won't see. But he was still the leader of Israel. Obedience. You will still be the pastor. The church will still be full. But please don't make a mistake of seeing the crowd and see the crowd then affirms obedience. Hello, somebody? That's why in the book of Samuel, God even says to Samuel, I have already found myself a king. While there's a king. When a God can replace you, if you are stubborn, God will take that seat away from you and give it to somebody else who will use it. If you are using your seat to show off and step upon people's heads, God is going to replace you. Your days are numbered. The fact that you still have it does not mean that it's yours. Somebody has already been anointed for it. They are just waiting for you to vacate. They do, their anointing does not allow them to come and vacate you. If they, it was, they were allowed, they will come and say, this is my seat. They will still come and play the harp for you and look at the seat and say, this is my seat. Someone say repulsion. Someone say repulsion. Stop pulling things that your spirit has rejected. Hello, somebody. Hello, somebody. Just give me five minutes and I close. Now, when she reads, when, when Elijah reads, says, Go to Sarapath. And he arose and went. Sorry, verse 10. Let's stay in verse 10. Sorry. He, he arose and he went to, to Sarapath. I'm going to close now. And he says, When he came to the gate, someone say, When he came to the gate, indeed, someone say, Indeed. Indeed, a widow was there. <laughs> Indeed, indeed, it does not matter what the devil indeed it's going to happen it does not happen what happens at the brook of cherries what happens where you are right now indeed what God has said is going to come to pass somebody shout hallelujah because indeed a widow was doing what I preached on this at, on Taki's album. The gathering sticks. But God gave me a new revelation. He says, he says say a new revelation. <laughs> Come on, say a new revelation. Yeah. The pastor's about to come with a new revelation. <laughs> new revelation levels. Um, <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to, some of you are too serious, so I'm making you laugh. You're scaring me. Listen, the widow was gathering sticks. Watch. God says, I have commanded a widow to provide for 
you. But when you arrive at the gate, the widow is gathering sticks. But God says, I have commanded the widow to provide for you. When you arrive at the gate, the widow is gathering sticks. But God spoke about provision. She's gathering sticks. Oh, you're not hearing me. God says, when you arrive at Zarephath, you will not need to touch any debt. You will not need to prepare the gift. The widow will be preparing for you. She's already preparing for your coming. She's already gathering sticks because bread, this bread will not come from ravens. This bread will not come from a place you don't know. This bread will come out of a preparation of the widow. Someone say she's preparing. Someone say she's preparing. Someone say she's preparing. While you're busy reading, there are people that are preparing for you. While you're busy studying, there are people that are preparing for you. While you're busy praying, there's a table that's been prepared for you. While you're busy serving, there's a table that's prepared for you. While you're busy giving, God is fighting your enemies. That's why he said, this battle, you will not need to fight. You just need to stand still and see the deliverance of the Lord. Hello? He, he did what? Who called you? Is it God? He called you and, 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 and said to her, Bring me what? Let's read together. Let's read, please. Okay, I can't call another example. This one is reading. Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may that I may drink. Bring me a little water. Now, watch this. When you were at the brook, you were not yet mature to instruct. But because you trusted me in the brook, I have uplifted you and matured you. What I am not going to command ravens. Your feeding will come out of what you've instructed. Your provision will come out of what you've spoken. Your provision will come out of what you speak. But you will never be in a position to speak until you pass your test at the brook of Cherith. Now you are dwelling at the brook of Cherith, but I'm here to tell you, turn to the next chapter. In the next chapter, where now you are the main character. In the next chapter, they bow before you. In the next chapter, there will be hunger in Israel and Jacob and his children. They will come and bow before you, but they will never bow before you if you are never faithful at the brook of Cherith. And now, get me A little cup that I may drink. Go to the bathroom. Walk slowly. Verse number 11. Hey, hey, hey. Sorry, widow. As she was. Watch scripture. As she was. As she was. Who made her to go? 
you are going to make things to go you are going to call them call them they come you are going to instruct them they must live every sickness must pack his bags you will not need a prophet you will not need a pastor to lay hands upon you but you say in the name of Jesus silver and gold we have none but such as we have we give unto you in the name of Jesus Somebody shout and say, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, somebody shout and say, Jesus. You were shouting in 2017. Nothing was happening. Oh, wait for me. I have just written the test. I have just passed the test. When I call, demons shall tremble. When I call, walls of Jericho shall fall. When I call. Somebody shout, Jesus. Shout, Jesus. I'm not calling out of immaturity. I'm not calling out of out of inexperience. I've walked the journey with God. I've seen him provide reverence. Now we don't listen to me. He called to her and said, what did he say? Say, please, let's go, please. Some of you are not ready. Say, please. Come back, Luli. Come back, Luli. You're missing it. I get excited when I read scripture. Bring me a, a cup, little water for me to, to drink. While she was going, while she was going, she's, she's excited, the widow, that what I was commanded, he did not ask for. But she does not know. I'm still trying out my powers. <laughs> Let me start on the water level. If I spit water, can you go? <laughs> the devil is about to listen to you, even in the small things, baby. Even in the things that not need attention. But when you speak, you will speak out of authority. Or if you believe it, shout hallelujah. When Elijah saw, he spoke water. She did not speak back. She started going. He said, ah, Lend to your servants, man. 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 Ujesu kona nga pakati kwako Ujesu kona eduze kwako Lenteko iso sevenza Mina angkatali ay sevenza In 2017 But in 2020 you are working in obedience You are working in authority You are working in power You are working in faith You are working in declaration Lento yako ya sevenza Stop crying Stop creating a pity party Unentonge pakati wena Lento yako for greater is he that is on the inside of <laughs> not on the outside whatever happens on the outside let it happen but let things are my foot Go. Stop. Here. 
Jesus. He came down and now I decree and I declare my life. Oh, I'm here to preach to somebody. I'm saying, You have passed the test. You are no longer in the reference level anymore. You are in the instructing level. That's all. That's why the Apostle Dr. Maxwell Masakona, he said the year 2020, it is the year of calling the unseen things into the seen world for the God that we serve. He calls into existence the things I don't see as the things I see. Why? So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have, you are right, but I'm speaking it into existence. I'm speaking it into the atmosphere. Listen, everything that you need for your life, you just need to speak it into existence. Speak it into the seen world. You are speaking the unseen into the seen world. You don't need to see it first. You need to speak it and wait for it to manifest. You need to speak for it to see. I mean, you need to speak it, continue reading your story. In the in one of the chapters, whatsoever you spoke in chapter one, there's chapter 20 that's coming. It's about to happen in chapter 20, but it will not be written for you in chapter 20 if you, it was never spoken. You are too much used in God speaking to heavens. But God has already showed you there's power in your words. Now he said, I will not bring heavens. I'm bringing that which you know. Has got the same blood as you. Has got the same struggles as you. Is living in the same drought as you. But you must speak that which you want into existence. The woman says, I have no bread. Only a hand full of inner and and he says, see, I am? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And prepare it for? Can I talk to you, church? Don't judge the widow. No. She was commanded to, not revealed to. What she's speaking is command. But when you are, what you are speaking and pronouncing is revelation. While... You are on your way. Whether you like it or not. Whether you have it or not. Actually, I will not speak that which you don't have. Because after speaking, you are going to pronounce the ingredients for me. I have a little flour. And a jar of oil. I just gathered sticks. You thought the sticks were for you. 
the sticks were for me. Can I talk to you, Deva? Your promotion is in my promotion. You will always attract me, attack me in this level. If you allow me to be promoted here, also your level of operation will be operate, will be uplifted. Because if I remain here, your strength will always be determined as level one. But when God lifts me up into another level, you also bring other demons that are according to my level. I'm tired of dealing with demons of level one when I'm in level two. I'm tired of dealing with demons that are in level one when God, oh, am I preaching to somebody? I am not in your level. That's why when you do whatever you're doing, I don't address you. I just look and say, shame. You don't know I'm not in your level anymore. I'm above you. I'm above you. Can I pronounce to you? The devil is under your feet. Whatsoever he does is under your feet. God has anointed the word upon your life. Whether the widow says they don't have, when I speak what you want, speak what God has spoken, speak what God has revealed, declare whatsoever has been desired and impressed upon your spirit. And the Bible says, when you speak it, it shall come to pass. If you arrive at Zerbath and start helping the widow to gather sticks, you are in the right position but misaligned. I'll continue tonight. Right position, but misaligned. Anointing, picking up sticks. You have just been arrested at the brook. You had to stay at the brook while you are studying. Baby, God is about to unleash you. You've been hiding yourself behind the curtains. It's not because you belong there. It's because God was giving you an opportunity to study. But when you come out, you come out educated, edified. You speak it. Whether they hold an LLB, marketing, whatever, they will hear you. They will obey you. They will do as you said. Go make flour for me. Make bread for me. Hey, Enda, I'm a man on time. Please, quick. When you get there, make some for me first. Priorities. I must eat first before you eat. Because the abundance of your flour and your oil is dependent on me eating first. We're moving into Kingdom Sunday. It's month end now. Who ate first? Landlord ate first. Standard bag ate first. Discovery ate first. SARS ate first. Whosoever eats first determines your sustenance. What God? God is saying, I don't want to eat all, but I must eat first. You see, it's not that you are not tithing. You are tithing after somebody has eaten. Even right now, you have brought your seed for Kingdom Sunday in accordance with somebody has eaten. I was telling them on Wednesday, I asked some of the people to pledge on Sunday here, those that are working, and some says, I'm still going to think. And I told them on Wednesday, you are not going to think. 
You are going to check whose mouth must I feed first before I feed God. And some of you, God has been given sleepless nights during the week to say, no, 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 no. I must eat first. He says, go and make, but please adhere to the process of, I mean, adhere to the rules of this process. When you finish preparing, before you, you can smell it, but don't eat it. I must eat. Go. But don't eat. She's, she's stopping. And if you don't bring me bread, you will hear, you will know me very well. I did not say I want a Bible. I said, I, I don't want bread of life. I want bread of physical. Don't worry, we prepared this. You see, when you have pronounced something, know what you have spoken, in case you get delivered a counterfeit of it. Please, when you speak it, arrest it, capture it, so that when God delivers it, you must know, this is the right one. If it's not the right one, repulsion. I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat meat. No matter how much you cook it, I know my diet. Know your diet, girl. Know your diet, my brother. Repel things that are not for your diet. Let me finish here. Let's stand up and pray. Thank you. Shake your neighbor as a neighbor. Speak it. And it shall be yours. Say, speak it. And it shall come to pass. Say, speak it. And it shall happen. If you keep silent, it won't happen. You see, this shirt somebody made for me. It did not start by being made. It was spoken first. When it was spoken, then the one who makes, makes what has been spoken. Your house that you live in, somebody spoke it. and said, there must be a bathroom here. There must be this. There must be that. There must be that. There must be that. Everything that you see now was a result of what has been spoken before it was drawn. But when you want the drawing before the speaking, Right now, close your eyes. I'm going to afford you time to speak it. Speak it. I'm going to count to two. I did not say whisper it. Speak it. I say, I'm going to speak in the atmosphere. Speak it. And it shall come to pass. Don't worry about the ingredients. Stop feeling sorry for the widow. You have already been uplifted into another level. It's not a level of reverence. It's a level of speaking. Speak. 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 
in the name of Jesus. Right now, open up your mouth, church. Open up your mouth. In the atmosphere. Just speak in the atmosphere. Just speak in the atmosphere. That which you want to happen in your life. Just speak it. 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 You are speaking the unseen into the scene. You are speaking the unseen into the scene. You are speaking the non-existent into the existence. I know you don't see it. I know you don't touch it. I know you think like it won't happen. But I'm not asking you to make it happen. I'm asking you to just speak. 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 Into the atmosphere. Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth, my brother. Speak it. Whatsoever is inside of you. Speak it. If you want to hold your neighbor, you can hold your neighbor. Speak on their behalf. And say, I am here. I am here. I'm here to speak. Upon your lips has been ordained. The oracles from heaven upon your lips have been ordained. Power. Oh, the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. You can speak. Speak into the atmosphere. Speak your future. Speak your job. Speak your health. Speak your marriage. Speak your promotion. Speak your healing. Speak in the atmosphere. Just speak in the atmosphere. What do you want? Just speak it. What do you want? Just decree it. What do you want? Just pronounce it. What are you lacking? Just speak it. I shall have, I shall 
shall be left behind. May everybody receive that which you have prepared for them. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. If you believe it, I want you to lift up your voice and give God a shout of praise at this moment. I want you to look. Come on, come on. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. This year, we just speak and God does it. 
you just speak and God does it you just speak and God does it but let me tell you something it is only those not everyone can speak it's only those that have qualified there's a qualification you must have to speak that's why Jesus before he started chasing on demons he must go to be tested at this wilderness so that he comes out passing when he has passed then he can speak to the blind speak to the pigs to the spirits in the in the the spirit the the the, 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 the demons that were a legion in in this man he just spoke to them they left into the pigs he everything he was just speaking hello why because he was already qualified and right now as the year begins some of you god is qualifying you for june you don't understand it now because you have never been in june but god has been in june already he's qualifying you when you arrive at june you will come and tell me Pastor, I had to go through that so that when I arrive here, June, I've got power to speak. Hallelujah. Let's give God a hand of praise.